Welcome to Drop Into Life Podcast, Episode 1. This is our first episode, which is very exciting, and we're happy you're coming along for the ride. Today, I chat with my good friend, Ogechi, about dealing with uncertainty as a young, college-age person. Even while being at college, I found that there is a lot of uncertainty surrounding what major to choose and the direction to take one's life in. Perhaps you're in a season like that right now, in which you are uncertain about your passions and where you'd like to go in the future. We get you. In today's podcast, we'll talk about having uncertainty in life as a young college-age person and much more. This is Drop Into Life Podcast. Hey, welcome to Drop Into Life Podcast. This is episode one. This is pretty crazy. Um... I have my friend, my good friend, and my first guest with me, Ogechi. How are you doing, Ogechi? I'm doing very well. It's a pleasure to be here. Of course, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you, you know? First episode, I'm feeling pretty good. So let's get down to it, okay? The title of this is kind of dealing with uncertainty, so that's what we're going to talk about today, okay? Yeah. Um, now, I want to talk about uncertainty with you, being, uh, being that we're both in college age, you know what I mean? Me taking a break from college and you... Uh, planning to go back to college. I want to hear kind of the background story of that uh, because you used you started out at Montclair State University, right? Mm-hmm. And then you moved to Essex Community College. So tell me why that happened and tell me, yeah, how that came about and where you're going. Back well, to- well, technically, I'm not really going back. I'm still enrolled. I'm just starting the semester again in the fall. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, after high school... After graduation, I enrolled into Montclair State University, and I attended there for one semester, and because of complications regarding my financial aid, I wasn't able to afford, I wasn't able to afford going back for the spring semester of that school year, and so I had to actually take that entire semester off because it was already too late to enroll into any other schools at the time and I didn't go back to school until the summer of that year and when I did it was at Essex County College and I took a few summer courses there and then after that I continued to take more courses in the fall semester and the spring semester so currently that's where I am now and yeah, just basically due to financial complications, uh, that's the reasoning for why I made that switch. Okay, okay. So you kind of, do you feel forced that, you know, like was your hand forced because um, now you had to leave Montclair State University and for you to go to Estes Community College or do you feel like, I don't know, you just, you're just going with the flow and uh, doing what you need to do? Uh, I mean... Yeah, initially, because prior to even going to college, my plan was to go to Montclair State for four years or to, yeah, only do my four years of my bachelor's degree at Montclair State University. So in that sense, I was definitely forced. But, you know, and given that uncertainty is the topic of this this podcast, I've dealt with so many different changes and uncertainties in my past that, yeah, very quickly, 
I just kind of came to accept and go along with what whatever plans that I had to take now instead of what I originally had hoped to do. All right, cool. Okay, okay, okay. And the crazy thing is, is that I'm sure there are a lot of other college-age people like us. Um, you're 19, I'm 20, that are dealing with some kind of uncertainty that might be taking a break from college or taking, I don't know, a gap semester, a gap year, kind of like what I'm doing, mm-hmm. or who maybe started out one college and then transferred and went to another one, all right? But I want to just highlight something that you were saying before, and you got you said that you were, since, since a young age, you've been used to uncertainty, right, for, for a while now, so mm-hmm. this college switch is just a part of that story. Tell me, tell me the background of that, like what other uncertainties have you... Have you encountered what other certainties have have been in your life that have uh, I don't know that you that have have, you, have had you got used getting used to uncertainty now? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Sure. Um. Well, as you know, people listening wouldn't know, but unless the people listening know me personally, but um, I was born here Sorry? in New Jersey. Um, and, you were born in um, New Jersey. Yeah. What are you talking about? You were born in New Jersey. <laughs> yes, I was born in New Jersey. Uh, I don't remember that. Um, hearing that. Okay. Yeah, I was born in the um, the good old city of Summit. And, oh yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. My uh, just for a little background too. My my dad is from Nigeria and my mom is from Jamaica. They were both born in those two countries respectively. Mix. Yeah, and migrated to the United States before I was born, quite a few years before I was born as well. And they met each other here in New Jersey. And so um, when I was born, I was born here. But um, shortly after, right before I even turned one, uh, my mother and father separated and my mom and I moved to Florida because that's where most of her family was in the US. So I lived in Florida for about 13 years, but during that time, I would always come to New Jersey in the summers and spend them with my dad. So while I um, lived most of my, I guess, young adolescent life in Florida, I still came up here and I was pretty familiar in general with the state of New Jersey. Uh, However, even while I was living in Florida, I moved around quite a bit. I went to three different elementary schools uh, growing up. And um, during that time, too, I must have moved about four times to places that were a good distance away from each other. And I was always having to get used to the idea of living in a different environment and or making new friends and not necessarily being able to see or be around some of the old friends that I've made. And so I feel like bringing it back to present day, that's something that has really... Oh, and once I did 13, I moved back up here to live with my dad and attended high school here. And that's where I met you, my great friend. And um, yeah, so because of all those changes and all those times that I've had to move in the past growing up, it's really made me sort of become really accustomed to the fact of not really putting all of my, I guess, hopes in one particular thing 
Or eggs, to, in, eggs in one basket. Yeah, that type of you know, I just don't, yeah, I guess when it comes to certain things, even if the things that I may have planned or I see going a particular way, there's always something in the back of my mind that says to me, if something has to change, then you're going to have to be ready for that. Or, you know, you will be ready for that. Okay. And that's why I feel like now it's, it's made me a bit used to doing it. Okay. That. Okay. That's cool, man. And I just want to highlight that too, because that's a very mature look at uncertainty and when things change, because I can tell you, I don't, I'm sure, you know, I can't speak for everyone listening right now mm -hmm. or everyone that we know, but I don't really like change that much, especially when I have a set plan, when I want something to get done and then it doesn't get done yeah. or something happens and then, I, you know, I don't know, a roadblock comes along in life. That sucks. Yeah. I'll be honest, that sucks. And I'm sure you've had those same experiences too, but what you're saying is that in the back of your mind, you are kind of subconsciously preparing yourself for those times. And I think that's really mature. And I don't know if everyone's like that, man. So yeah, that, no, that's something incredible. It's very weird. And don't get me wrong. Like, I feel like it's, it's, it's honestly, I feel like it's kind of, I feel like it's kind of dumb because I feel like I use that approach in my own particular life when it comes to very drastic or major changes. But um, if, let's say, for example... I was scheduled to work a particular day in a week or I had planned something with friends and for whatever reason it changes due to anything something like that will probably get me more upset than if someone told me okay we're gonna you're gonna have to move and you're gonna have to live in a new state now and you're gonna have to like say goodbye to all of your friends that you know so it's, it's very weird I still like I'm sure a lot of people are not necessarily used to or welcome change you know openly but um but um yeah no it's you know it's something that's a part of life and it's it can be difficult to deal with so yeah i get that man and sometimes when things don't go your way i remember i was talking with one of my friends um at work i work in a restaurant and he works there too he's actually from uh another country uh and he's he's migrated here um but the common theme of what he says his life is kind of like is that things are whenever he tries to do something it never really works out and he almost feels like he's cursed you know what i mean and i feel like that's a pretty hard life you know what i mean yeah but yeah dealing with uncertainty and and constantly things changing to be honest your approach to it is a mature approach and i'd say that that's Thank that's you. that's not a bad approach because that's life you know what we're starting to learn i know we're not like super old or anything but you know you're 19 you're about to be 20 i'm 20 right now Especially in our lives right now, we're dealing with a lot of uncertainty that, you know, and, you know, things not only always going away, you know what I mean? I mean, I've, believe me, bro, I went, I was going to college out of state, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then that didn't work out there. As you know, it sucked. Some bad, <laughs> very bad things happened, okay? Yeah. And then some of my, some of the people who really know me who listen to this podcast will know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you know been, what I'm talking keeping about. keeping up to date with the blog. Yes, yes. My blog, uh, you know, you know, and if you're really close to me as a friend, you also know what happened at my out-of-state college that really uh, messed things up for me. And um, yeah, and so I had to go to community college back in New Jersey where we're, where we're at right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so definitely, bro, dealing with uncertainty is, is something pretty crazy. And, but that, that happens a lot. And I think that since we're getting, starting to get older, we have more responsibilities. We have our own jobs. Yes. We're starting to make our own money, going places by ourselves. 
we're starting to see that life is like that and we're going to have to take more responsibility. And when we have these like sort of these stumbling blocks in our way, we're going to have to uh, press forward uh, and move on. And I say because I'm Christian, I say, obviously, I do that, you know, in Jesus name, you know, with God, you know, what I mean, of mm-hmm. course. Uh, but that's great. And right now I want to move on and I want to I want to plug in a story that I really uh, a remembrance of us together. Um, now, for you guys, yeah. you, you might not know, but Ogechi and I have been friends, like, like he said, since uh, freshman year of high school. The first time I met this guy was we were both on the I believe it was a freshman soccer team. We we're sitting on the bench. Um, not not because we were bad. Okay, yeah, yeah. Plug that in too. I just want to. Well, I don't know why. Why are we sitting on the bench? I don't even know why we're sitting. It wasn't. Was it a game or was it? It was a friendly or something. No, no, it was a game, bro. It was a game. That had, bro. They had that one guy that was that was from JV. He was playing on. Okay, well, any regardless, it was probably because you know, freshman soccer rotation obligations. You know, (laughs) that's if 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 you're if you're if you're if you're listening to this podcast from Europe, then you wouldn't understand what we're talking about. But, um, but yeah, anyway, continue. <laughs> that's another thing too, you know, yeah. we, we like to talk about soccer, but that's another, that's another, uh, part of things. But anyway, so I want to talk about this story. I just wanted to talk about high school and how we met because, uh, we, we share a lot of things with each other. We're best friends, you know what I mean? And everyone has those friends or I hope you all have certain friends that are like that few and far in between, which is very true. But anyway, so, uh, one day, uh, I think about a few months ago, we went out to get um, a frozen yogurt at this place uh, called Let's Yo. Okay, it's near us. And after we got a frozen yogurt there, they have some benches outside of the place. So it was a nice night, I believe. So instead of sitting inside in the air-conditioned, um, in the air-conditioned uh, room, we went outside and we sat on the bench. And I think that we're pretty, we're feeling pretty beat up, okay, at a certain point. I don't know if you remember what I'm talking about. I but believe so, yeah. Yeah, and... I was feeling so bad at that point. I feel like maybe the reason why we even went out to get frozen yogurt together is because we didn't want to be alone, at least for me, maybe. Or, you know, things were not going so good and I just wanted to talk with somebody, you know. And so we're sitting on this bench and I just said, Brad, after a while, I think, you know, I don't know if you said it first, I said it first. I think I, think I might have said it, Brad, like, this sucks right now, you know what I mean? Having uncertainty happen right now, you... We're starting out at Montclair State. I was starting out at another college out of state. It didn't work out. We're back here. And it seems almost like I don't... I have these dreams and goals, but, you know what I mean? Even with those, I'm not certain about everything that's going to happen in the future. You know what I mean? And I just feel like I'm almost being, I don't know, maybe tossed around. It just sucks mm-hmm. right now. You know what I mean? Because I, I wish that I didn't have all these struggles. I wish I didn't have all these college loans to pay off, which I'm paying off. You know what I mean? I wish... I didn't have all these things. And do you remember that time? Yeah, yeah. I think I, I, I remember what you're talking about. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was a breaking point because we went... Bruh, it's, it's heartbreaking sometimes when you have these goals and you have these ideas of where you want your life to be, but you're not there. It's almost... You know what I mean? Like, it's maybe like it's almost... It's, it's not... It's, it's, it's a dream down the line, but it's out of reach maybe or something, or maybe seems that way. I know that especially one certain goal of mine, you know what I mean, you know, and I'm going to be honest with you because this is dropping to life podcast and I want to be honest with my listeners as well as my guests. Okay. Mm -hmm. One of the big things for me, obviously, you know, I'm going to say has been, you know, 
dating and getting a girlfriend because I've never had one at 20 years old. You know what I mean? And some people can say, oh, what, what have you been doing? What, what's, what's going wrong? You know what I mean? And even my, you know, when I talk with my parents, you know, they joke about it and all, and I've had conversations with them about it, but yeah, it's kind of like, that's a big thing. And it almost seems out of reach. You know what I mean? And things seem uncertain in that way for me, along with school, along with where my life is going to be, who I'm going to be in the future. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and um, some of those very same things are stuff that I think about, too. Um, it's probably the reason why that particular uh, time we were together, yeah, we both kind of just felt as though, damn, you know, we are really, we are really sort of like just not anywhere near where we would hope or where we would imagine ourselves being at, I guess, that particular time in life so um yeah again it could be it could be it could be very um difficult to deal with and process especially when those things are happening right in those particular moments so yeah um it's 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 not easy um for myself uh i can say that uh the the school and the the whole, I guess, career pursuit is is something that I still, on a day to day business, day to day basis, am trying to figure out and work around because, like I'm sure for many other people going to school right now, not everyone, but I'm sure there's a good amount. There, regardless of whatever it is, they're not necessarily going to school for the true reasons of because going to school is going to put them in the place that they want to be as far as whatever they're trying to pursue. I feel like more than, I feel like a lot more people than one we think are going to school for obligatory reasons outside of just themselves and what they want for themselves. For myself. Right, what do you mean by that? Um, I guess I can only use myself an example as an example, and that's for me. I'm like I said before. I'm going to school. I major in history and education, and becoming a teacher is the traditional, or it's the only traditional nine to five, what you would call a stable career path or a stable career choice. I see myself doing, and don't get me wrong. History and the idea of teaching and being able to help other people learn and also just the whole dynamic of what it means to be a teacher, to be a mentor, to be someone who a student can relate to and talk to and uh, someone who you can help understand things that they might not necessarily have understand before are very cool and amazing things to me, which is one of the reasons why I see it as the only uh, path of career, of a career that I could possibly take. But at the same time, as with many other jobs, there are so many parts of it that don't appeal to me. And that includes a lot of the deadlines that um, apply to teaching, a lot of the behind the scenes um, 
work that has to take place, you know, having supervisors, being up to date with your teaching certificates. My mom and her husband are both teachers uh, at a middle school and they can, they tell me all the time, you know, all the stuff that they have to do apart from just teaching whatever it is that they teach to their students. There's so much more that goes into having that job and uh, it didn't take me long after I started college to understand that was the case and so that's why it's not necessarily something that I see myself ultimately doing as a as a career or something that I ultimately see myself being passionate about for as long as I live yeah. you know yeah and I want to I want to talk about that as well because now listen I don't have everything figured out and I think you'd be agreeing with me in saying that you don't have everything figured out right nobody really does nobody does um but when we talk about choosing a college major right or something is it is it just I don't know are too idealistic or too much of a dream to really think of okay I want to I'm going to college now I already did you know prerequisites all these things I have to do all the time you know mm -hmm. from elementary school leading up to high school the math the literature the English all that basic stuff gym you know yeah. basic stuff like that isn't college the place where now we can actually choose to do what we want to do you know what I mean and something where you know even in the tough times I've heard this someone else saying I forgot the, per the name of the person but the person was saying I want to do basically she was saying I want to do something that even in the tough times I will still be able to do because you know what I mean you can have you can be on this kind of high for something at a certain point right like you can for example I don't know if we're, we're planning on doing a soccer YouTube channel right yes and the whole idea of starting a YouTube channel becoming famous or even doing this blog and getting a lot of people following and everything that's a great thought you know that, that can that can be impetus for you to start you know what I mean but that's not going to help you necessarily or help me necessarily in the tough times right mm -hmm. what's gonna help me in the tough times when I might not be accomplishing my my weekly goal my monthly goal my year, my yearly goal anything like that you know what i mean is there a major is there something that we can choose as college age people college age students right yeah that we can basically ride or die with um i mean i i feel like part of what college is bc i feel like at that point not that it's too late. You can discover new things and new passions at any age. But I feel like even at that point, the way in which college, as well as just the entire educational system from the time you start kindergarten up until the time that you graduate, I feel like it doesn't do a good enough job of zeroing in and focusing on the individual students' preferences and, and what they enjoy out of not only school, but life. And once figuring that out, trying to come up with something to tailor those interests to a particular or, gen or even a broader sort of career path or things to pursue because the idea of taking prerequisites in college I feel like baffles me because like you said you already sort of do that from the time that you're in elementary school up until high school anyway and so 
given that you do choose a major or, or they hope you choose a major once you start college some some don't declare a major af- until like uh some time cuz they s- s- some people still like are taking time to figure things out but um the idea that even in college you still have to um take certain mandatory prerequisites just to i guess round out your your degree or your credits really baffles me because at this point you're paying for those prerequisites you know it's not like in primary school secondary school where you know those prerequisites come because not only are they sort of the foundation of your overall education but they're free too when you're in college you're paying for those prerequisites so well and truly if you somehow don't get something out of those prerequisites then i personally feel like you're sort of just wasting your money on that just to get your overall degree and i feel like yeah maybe for some it helps them determine what exactly that they want to do but i feel like for a lot of other i feel like for a lot of people as well it it just wastes time and 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 energy and and money and it doesn't really help one truly figure out exactly what it is that they want to do you know, I think that's really important too because the whole point of for anyone kind of trying to understand, this is a new podcast, but I've been having a blog for about about two months now. You know, consistently publishing things every Monday, and it's called DropIntoLife.com. Everyone should go search it up. But also, as you know, this podcast name is Drop Into Life Podcast, and I think that the reason why it's called that is because. I decided that I want to take a break from college and I believe that you can also learn things and I'm hoping to learn things outside of college uh, because I don't think that you'll have to be in college necessarily to learn life lessons or to to become necessarily better, you know what I mean? I think like situations and things that can help mold you and change you to 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 be who God wants you to be to be a better person, those are not limited to college uh, college realm, you know. Those are not yeah. limited to classrooms or when you have necessarily certain, I don't know, maybe even, yeah, certain people, I don't know, maybe maybe a, like a teacher around you. It's not necessarily that, you know what I mean? Yeah. I can't really, I can't really say that. Only God knows, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I can say that, yeah, I feel like... It, because you're talking about taking prerequisites and still having to pay for them, I feel like college at this point, because money's involved, it kind of seems like a high stakes type thing because Absolutely. you you want to learn. Obviously, listen, I at least for me, I'm going to college. You know what I mean? Now, now, well, my freshman year, I wasn't going to college to really learn my. I mean, I guess partly because I wanted to find something I really liked to do. Yeah. Uh, but also, I went there for the social aspect of it. I'm not the only person, I'm, I bet, I know, I know I'm not the only person who uh, is going for the social aspect of that or of is valuing that a lot, you know what I mean? Of course, yeah. Uh, so, but on the other hand of that, you know what I mean? Yeah, like I said, it's kind of high stakes and I feel like, I don't know. That I know that I've heard the statistic that people change their major. If they declare their major, uh, I believe, early enough, they can change their major like two or three times, mm. you know what I mean, throughout their college career. And that's a lot, man. And yeah. what that shows is just kind of uh, solidifies that point. It's like, bro, like, we don't... Pe- uncertainty is yeah. is there. When we're at this age, we're, it's like we're, we're in this juxtaposition in between... Um, you being a youth, being a young person, and actually uh, moving into adulthood, and we're being, you know, kind of 
ushered into that, you know what I mean? In American culture and American society, the next part after high school is not just is not necessarily take a gap year, take a take a little semester off or anything. Just go to college. But yeah. if you really think about it, life is not so linear all the time. For you it has not been that way. For me it has not been that way. Okay? Absolutely. I've heard I've heard uh you know, I was talking to this girl at my job. She was, uh, you know, when you know you talk to people you understand. I was talking to the other guy that from the other country I was talking about before. There are I don't know. There are people who live different lives, and they're not all, they're not really that linear. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not like I don't know. It's not a simple equation. Okay, it's not a simple equation where you say, okay, you went to elementary school, you go to middle school, then from middle school you go to high school, then from there you go to college, then from there you get a job. What I hear now is that it's hard to get a job now than before. So when we have our parents telling us, oh, you know, for example, I talk to my mom a lot, and I'm not trying to you know, talk bad about her or anything, but she's really trying to push me to go back to college right now, even though I'm taking a break. And she's like, you know, it's hard to even get it with a degree. If you have no degree, then it's going to be like, it's again impossible, like almost like yeah. you're not going to get it, okay? But at the end of the day, it's kind of like, like I said, this is, this is a, I don't even know how to describe it. It's, it's, yeah, I, I, I personally feel, crazy. because again, if I'm being 100% percent honest with you and like i said i feel like many other people our age can attest to it that are that are going to school or that are currently in school um especially when you have parents especially when you have parents that really care for you and provide for you and do their best to put you in a position where you have the option of going to school i mean you know we may talk about it in (laughs) in a sense, kind of speak in such a way as if college is this complete nuisance to us and it's just, it's just, you know, deterring us away from necessarily things that we may want to do in life. And we talk about, even myself, as I talk about, oh, prerequisites, blah, it's like I'm paying for classes that I don't even want to necessarily take and yada, yada, yada. I feel like it's also important to understand the fact that if you're able to go to college, you're fortunate enough to be in a position where you have that option. Many people in many other countries, uh, especially um, uh, my father being from Africa and, and, and that, yeah, his side of the family being from Nigeria. In, in Nigeria, as well as many other countries in Africa, going to college is like a very big deal. And to be able to afford to even go to school is is really difficult and your parents most of the time have to really be in a position where they can do that because i'm not necessarily sure how the system works over there when it comes to scholarships but i'm pretty sure that it's not set up the same way it is over here and i don't think it's as widely accessible or even stuff like grants or loans i'm sure is far very few and far between in lesser developed countries around the world and so not only do you have to work extremely harder than you probably would here to get into college, but once you do, if your parents are not able to afford it, then it's well and truly not an option for you. And um, when you think about it like that, the fact that um, our parents and a lot of other parents and a lot, especially parents who are immigrants from lesser developed areas, when they come here and they figure things out and they're able to provide for you and essentially 
give you that option to go to school, for a lot of people, though you might not necessarily feel like it's the way for you or it's the path that you see yourself taking for what you want to do in life, you do do it because not only do you want to not let your parents down, but you don't want to put them in a position of burden more than you feel like they need to be because you know how difficult it was for them. And you almost really, and I can say this for myself, you want to be as less of a inconvenience as possible. And that's one of the main reasons for me currently, I don't want to say still going to school, but currently really considering and putting still a lot of emphasis on going to school and getting my degrees because again I don't want to be much of an inconvenience to my parents because I feel as though they've already done so much for me that it's only right for me to do that as their child um and I've talked to them before and you know my mom says like listen it's not we're your parents like that's what we're supposed to do we want to do it and of course I understand that and most parents would say that too but you, you sort of feel like once you get to a certain age, 18, and that's stressed in society as much as it is anyway, you just, you want to be able to take care of things for yourself. And so, and so that can be difficult at times, but um, I still feel like it's important to find that balance of, listen, when we think about what we're talking about as far as uncertainty, a lot of it just has to do with fear and, and, and worry and it's because we fear that, oh, if you don't go to college right after high school, then you're going to be a year behind and all your peers are going to be ahead of you. And when it comes to the job market, you're going to be behind and you're going to be like less, you're going to be less likely to get a job over those students that had went to college right out of high school. Or if you're not majoring in something that is financially lucrative in the future, then you're not going to be able to um, provide for yourself. And, and it's those fears that really do push you into a path that generally everybody else is doing because you f are afraid of what uncertainties may face you if you don't go that route. And um, I feel like though it's important to know that part of achieving what you want to achieve in life, especially if it's not within the norm of what society might be doing or what society pushes you there's going to be uncertainty and it's something that you just you just have to understand and face and and take head on regardless of that fear if you truly want to achieve those things that you that you set out for yourself yeah man okay and so do you have some tips any tips or any any words of wisdom for the listeners people who are dealing with uncertainty i know even i am right now and probably you are as well but do you have any anything that you've learned over this past year year and a half two years that you can share with the podcast audience uh that helped them out a little bit um yeah i yeah i i i i'll say this i don't feel like i'm in a complete place to to freely just give advice because I'm very much in the process of working a lot of things out for myself. But because I'm doing that, I guess I can say I have some experience or knowledge as to things that I guess even myself 
as far as myself goes, I should or shouldn't do if I want to really get to where I want to be. And one of the things I will say is that if there are certain uncertainties um, facing you in regards to what you want to do, um, I would say that one of the main, main, main important things to do is to persist constantly, meaning that regardless of whatever is going on and whatever may you may be dealing with at the time, even though it's very difficult and obviously you shouldn't over stress yourself to the point where it becomes um, detrimental to your own health and your own well-being, but um, persisting on a very, very regular basis as much as you can is very important because when, especially when you're not necessarily going down a conventional route where things are going to be much more rarer to come by, you have to persist constantly so that you are constantly fine-tuning your craft or putting yourself in a position where you may get an opportunity that would be very beneficial to yourself. Um, also, what I would say is you should, obviously, if you have a open relationship with your parents and you're able to talk to them, you should have that conversation and, and you're fortunate to, to have them there too, or whoever your guardian is or whoever's kind of providing for you or taking care of you at the particular time. Have a conversation with them and just let them know exactly what your plans are and make sure it's, it's, it's very um, well presented, you know? Yeah, because, I agree with that. I agree with that. Because I feel like as, as, as your parents, and I feel like if, 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 if as young people, we were parents too, if we, if we knew our child wanted to do something that wasn't necessarily maybe what we had perceived in our mind or what is, is, or what isn't necessarily a conventional path for them, I would at least feel like it would only be right that they come to me and tell me, okay, they plan on doing this and this is their this is their method of getting there, you know, and being very open with that and just letting me as a parent know what that is so that not only can I understand where my child is coming from, but also if there's ways in which I could help them accomplish that, then I could do that. Uh, and yeah, I think that's very important. And, and bottom line is just like work hard all the time as much as you can. And I feel like that's that's really the the core of it all, because if not, then you're not going to get anywhere, regardless of if you're going down a conventional route or you're going down something a little bit more obscure. Yeah, and I, I agree with that. Um... I think that, and here's the truth. Here's the basic truth. And and just like you said, I'm not. I don't think I've reached the summit yet. I don't re. I don't feel like I've reached the pinnacle of my potential or anything like that. I feel like I still have a lot more to go. I feel like I have a lot of potential, but I still have a lot a lot more time to go. And I've tell I told you that multiple times. Yeah. Uh, but with that being said, I would say that being successful and reaching your goals does not happen overnight. Talk to people who have achieved great things, who have set world records, who have become the best 
uh, whatever they're pursuing, that stuff for them has not become, has not come overnight. Even if you, you know, people say, oh, if you have talent that helps, that might help you, but still, hard work, persistence, that stuff needs to be ingrained in you. Yeah, and, and being fortunate yeah. too, because a lot of it sometimes has yeah. to do with that. Opportunity too, yeah. but listen, there have been stories of people who have come from nothing and who have still achieved things, and that's because of what? Obviously, God is with them, God's been helping them, I believe that honestly, and also because of hard work, persistence, and maybe, you know, maybe they have maybe only one family member, one friend that's been encouraging them, but also that's good. Yeah. Um, I would say uh, quickly uh, that, yes, um, on that note, surround yourself with some people who are going to encourage you and lift you up in these times. Because especially if you're taking an unconventional route like you were talking about, you need people who are going to be encouraging you and going to be in your corner in the tough times. So that's going to be like you, my best friend, or maybe our other friend Joshua, or maybe some, you know, yeah. you know, a small group of people, or maybe my, my mom, my dad, you know, family members. But have those people around because those people are going to be very important. Um, and in terms of that, too, uh, I would talk about, listen, I'm Christian. This podcast is, like I said, it's, listen, it's a part of my story. It's a part of your story, the viewer. So I'm going to talk about, I'm going to talk from that. And I'm going to say that, I believe that God is real and I believe that if that's true, I'm going to try to seek him for help because if he has, holds the keys to everything, which he does, then I'm going to seek him for help because he's the one who can change the situation for me. And so I would say for, for you, Ogechi, for anyone else listening, I would say do that. I would say that. I would say that that's the most important thing. Uh, other than that, like I said, trust God, seek God, surround yourself with uh, like-minded people, good people, people that will push you and also be honest with you too. You know what I mean? You don't want, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, you know, it, you know. For example, I can ask you your criticism on this podcast that we're doing right now, and I want to get your honest feedback because I want to be better. You know what I mean? That type of stuff it sucks. Entirely oh well, sucks. well, we've already gone forty this minutes, was, almost forty-one minutes with it. This was uh, torture. <laughs> To go oh really? Oh well. Well, what can you do, man? I guess I held you. You know. By the way, you guys can't see, but right maybe now I'm, right now you don't I'm know. You don't know. <laughs> you don't know. Find in this cavern of just. Uh, yeah, but but yeah. I mean, I think we've had a good conversation. Uh, I'm just trying to think of any other tips for anyone. I would say yeah, like write, make some goals. If you do not have some goals. In this time of uncertainty, I don't care if you're in college or not in college. If you have no goals, then you're not. What are you going to work hard to, towards? What are you going to persevere for? If you don't have a goal that you believe in, then you're not persevering towards anything. You're just going to be tossed around in the wind. You know what I mean? Just like the Bible says, you're going to be tossed around in the wind. Like I think that you need to have you need to have a set goal. And you know what? You can have small goals easier to achieve, and you can have larger goals, bigger goals that might take longer. And are harder to achieve, you know what I mean? But I feel like goals should be made. You have to have it. Like, for example, I, I talked to you a long time ago about starting this podcast. And it's very started. Thank God it started, you know what I mean? The yeah. blog, droppingtolife.com. Everyone should check it out. That, I told you, I think, I believe I told you about that before. And now it's reality. That stuff. And I'm not saying like, oh, like, uh, necessarily I'm the litmus, litmus test for you. Or, you know, I, I'm the model for you to look at, okay? But I'm just saying that those... Are things that that's really important, and without persistence, without dedication, and I can be more persistent, more dedicated. You yeah. know what I mean? But without that stuff, I would not have gotten any of this done. So, last um, thoughts will get you. Yeah, I just had two more things to say that I almost forgot. Um, one of them is too. I feel like, especially in this day and age, where 
you have so much access to other people and their lives and what they might be doing or what they might be accomplishing or what they might not be accomplishing, it's important to well and truly, if you possibly can, try to just focus on yourself and what you want to achieve in life as much as possible. Because I know sometimes, especially when you're uh, young and you're in, in and around the age group where you're going to college and whatnot, seeing the successes of other people and comparing yourself to them could be a deterrent to your own progress at times and it can make you feel like wow like they're already there and I'm here I might not be doing something right or do I have the ability to get there and it's really not the case because everybody has their own path and their own um, process and essentially their own timeline in life and you can't really hold yours next to someone else and compare it because it's different for everybody not everybody is going to have the same also, too, if you say you want to achieve something, and I know you can attest to this, too, because a lot of our goals for ourselves seem very grand. You know, they seem very big. And obviously, we want to get there. But being that we're in the initial stages, it seems as though like, whoa, like there's it's so much more to do to get there. And though that is the case, and obviously you need to work hard and um, be consistent in regards to getting there, still take yourself as seriously now as you would once yeah. you get to that yeah, level. Yeah, yeah. If you're, this is a quote yeah. from one of my biggest inspirations, not only as a writer or uh, an artist, but just in life in general. Um, Bo Burnham, he said something at a conference one time at a college. He said, listen, if you are a writer or an actor or a director, that's what you are now. If you're in the initial stages, don't refer to yourself as an uh, an aspiring art artist or an aspiring writer or an aspiring blogger or whatever like you are that you are a blogger you yeah. are a pod i am you have a podcast i do have a podcast i'm a writer you know that's what you are because that's what you do you might not exactly. be at the levels of notoriety that you want to be yeah. yet mm -hmm. but you still are doing that so refer to yourself and treat yourself with the the respect and the yeah the 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 prestige as if you're at that level because that's only going to help push you and be more confident and one last thing is just that if you are in a place of uncertainty in regards to what you want to do in the future and you don't necessarily know honestly and this is what helped for me i don't know if it's the same for you but really just take a step back and peel back all of the the just the structural things of specific jobs and think about what is it about life that you enjoy the most? What are the things in life, the basic things, simple things in life that makes you happy as a person? And for me, one of the things that I took a long time to realize, but I finally realized it was talking to people and being able to have conversations with people, being able to express ideas. And, like this. And exactly. And, you know, being able to express ideas and thoughts and, and, and whatever that may be. And that was part of the things that made me kind of want to become a teacher because as a teacher, you can do that. It's a medium through which you can do that. But then I realized that I kind of wanted to do something that was a bit less restricting than being a teacher because with being a teacher, you have a boss, you have a supervisor, you still have a, a large structure behind what you can and can't do. But as a writer, there almost isn't any of that. I mean, obviously you could work for a company or a producer that tells you the ideas of what you kind of want to do. But generally... 
you have a bit more freedom as far as what you can do. And so I would just say to anyone who's trying to figure that out, just really take the time to figure out exactly what are the things in life that make you the happiest and what are the things in life that if you were literally the only person on earth, you would, or not the only person, but if there was nothing else about society, no infrastructure, whatever, no job, no this, no anything like that, what are the things that would still make you enjoy the life that you live? Yeah, wise words are good, Chief. Thank you for that stuff. That that was really speaking You're to welcome, me. Man. And yeah, I just want to be honest with that. We're closing right now, but you have to think it before you be it. Okay, meaning that obviously you have to think that you, for example, if you're a writer, think know that you're a writer. Don't even think it. Know that stuff, and have that confidence. And let me tell you, sometimes that confidence might come off as pride, or people don't understand because they don't have your vision, and that's going to be okay. At the end of the day, it's like as long as you know where your identity is and where you know where you want to go, don't worry about. In my opinion, yeah, but still have some self awareness because we don't want like a whole bunch of Kanye's running around, and that that would be a mess. Obviously, but, obviously, but, but um, yeah, but yeah, you you have to you listen. At the end of the day, you're gonna and listen. There are gonna be some roadblocks. There are gonna be some things that's life. But at the end of the day, you have to be strong. You have to be strong with your identity. You have to be mentally strong. You have to be strong in there. You know what I mean? You have to be strong. I feel like in your heart, in your mind, so that you can accomplish these goals. Because life knocks you down. You gotta get up. I know Denzel Washington said. Um, I believe he was at a commencement address. I was watching this on YouTube. He was saying, "You get knocked down six times, get up seven. And that's kind of the mentality that we should all have in life. Because if everyone maybe had that mentality, maybe we would be. To be honest, maybe this world would be in a better place, and maybe we more of us would be succeeding. I don't know. But anyways, um, with this podcast, my mission is to interview various people from different backgrounds to share their unique stories and takes on life. This podcast is an extension of my story. This podcast is an extension of your story. This is Drop Into Life Podcast. Thanks a lot. I'll get you for coming. No disrespect to Kanye, though. He's cool. All right, that's last year. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Trust in God. Be good. And (laughs) keep that life going. Keep going. Okay. Catch you next time.